At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. On a Monday night here on the nightcap alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and it is the final time that we will be speaking to you at this particular time. We're not going anywhere, just moving up a couple hours. Uh, it's been a hell of a run. We will talk more about in depth. Uh, this is going to be a normal show. We're going to talk sports gambling. Got to give our thoughts. We're going to bicker like we always do. We don't bicker. We're going to have good guests on like we always do, but uh, we are, we're excited. We're fired up. Uh, the announcement coming earlier today officially uh, that Sean and I will be uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific, VSIN primetime. And uh, we are, we're excited. And don't worry. This time slot is in great hands. I did not allow the name to uh, to go over. That's my baby. That, mm. that was my creation. Also, they didn't ask. They could have kept it. Uh, but Femi, Abebefe, and Wes Reynolds, who have both at different times yeah. hosted this program with either me or you, uh, they're great. They're going to be in this time slot. They're going to be working with our, our terrific producer, Aaron Oster. Uh, so this time slot's in great hands, but it's been a, it's been a hell of a run. 18 months for me. About a year, a little over a year, with you riding shotgun with me, it's uh, it's been a blast, and I'm fired up to uh, to move up a couple hours and uh, be hosting Vison Prime Time. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, 
it, it's amazing that we've been together a little over 12 months and you still haven't learned much. We don't bicker. It's is a teacher-student <laughs> relationship. I tried for 12 months to, to bring you over to the, the good side, but you still resist. But uh, from what I've heard, it's pretty entertaining to listen to and watch. So could keep it up. Teacher-student. <laughs> I don't know what school I'd be going to if you were my teacher, but God, I wouldn't want hey, to pay man, that tuition. It's the University of Higher Learning. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, we are uh, we're we're grateful. We're fired up. Uh, we're excited. Yeah. It's uh, been a blast. Yeah. All of you that have supported us through email, through Twitter, through Instagram, through ratings, please support Femi and Wes. Oh yeah, they're awesome as well. It'd be great. I mean, it, yeah. the, the night slot, the evening hours are are in great hands. You know, we just we just bump up a little bit. We're still going to be sweating out games on the air. I saw a couple tweets come in uh, about uh, about Puckstradamus. Yeah. You're going to have to be betting some like we created something. You're going to have to be betting some first period unders or something like yeah. that, so we can get your sweat on because uh, you know Puckstradamus would come in without telling me, of course, because why would he let you know me know about his bets uh, so I could follow him? He would just quietly come in oh i've got this three-legger you know going on and if that hits that hits and that hits I'm like i would be the nice. one advantage to our earlier three to six time slot is it won't take me long to take the lead in our cigar bets oh is that because it? nightly i can reel you in i could just <laughs> for those of you who can't see like you know how you throw the fishing line out there and you let the bait just entice the fish see the fish know that that's probably got a hook on it but they bite it anyway so now, every day leading into the start of games, I get to throw some bait out there. Catch me a cigar win. Nightly. Every, every one of your cigar bets, I have positive EV. I don't know. Yet, I won Every single You won last Yet, year. Yet, I won. Yes, you did. Yes. Because St. Peter's, because Chris, because Matt Painter doesn't know how to schematically beat a mid-major. Yeah. Uh, so that was, We will have some standing cigar bets uh, with this time slot. Oh. Uh, one of our loyal and wonderful, you know, people who make this show a possibility, who've made it a possibility, Nikki Pats. Me and him have a cigar wager. Uh, I have six entries in Circus Survivor. He has one. He has wagered against me that his one entry will last longer than all six of mine. So <laughs> I've already picked out the cigar that I'm going to ask him to purchase for me. So I will jump on the night or there'll probably be a Monday because he'll get knocked out on a Sunday. I don't think the teams he likes play on Thursday. He likes abstract, out-of-the-way teams. He don't like primetime type teams. He likes the 1 p.m. Sunday kind of game. So I will probably come on some point in the first three, four weeks of the season and gloat. How many weeks did he go further than you last year? Yeah, it was one versus one. Though. What? No, you had two. Well, after week one, it was one versus one. Well, I'm just saying you right. started with two. He started with one. And you know, to give a shout-out to our director, Nikki. Well, uh, Nick, how many? It was like ten. You lasted like ten weeks, right? And Sean, you were out in week. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, there's you either win Survivor or you don't. I just right. You don't well, get anything well, for going ten weeks. Uh, apparently, in this case, you do. Yeah. Come so this on, is yeah. a little side hustle. Listen, listen, listen. It's not going to happen. I everything's in my favor in this situation. Okay. Everything. I mean, I would say you certainly have the advantage going with six as opposed to one. I'll tell you this. It, if, it's like you know giving me. Um, Georgia, and you get the SEC East. You know, it's it's almost like if you, someone made that bet. Well, how are you feeling about your your big blue nation there? Um, I'm fine. Yeah. So if the Jets beat Multiple Baltimore, players will be suspended. if the Jets beat Baltimore or the Falcons beat the Eagles, then I'll only have 
I have less because those are two of my plays. I'm, I feel comfortable telling people that in circle. I'm sorry. You said Jets beat Baltimore? Yes, or the Falcons beat the Eagles because, remember, I'm fading. Oh, oh my God. I'm fading the Falcons and the Jets. I thought you were going yes. with. Oh, no, no. I I'm, almost I'm had a minus fading stroke. the Falcons and the Jets okay. early in the year. I Look. I, I've talked about it being a challenging week one because you have to take some road teams. You would have to take Baltimore. They're on the road. But I feel one, comfortable with But Lamar they're one Jackson. of the biggest favorites on the board. Uh, and then you're going to go with? Eagles. No, not Eagles. Uh, Falcons play? New Orleans. New Orleans. Saints. So you're fading two teams that are at home. Yep. I am. All right. Once again, this week is challenging, in my opinion. I mean, the biggest favorites are all on the road. San Francisco? which we're going to get to that interesting circumstance. Uh, with Smart Jimmy move, G. by the way, by John. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later. Baltimore, I've been saying you should do this Baltimore, for months. Indianapolis, they're all on the road. Yeah. So your biggest favorites are, are road teams. Denver, another road favorite uh, this week. See, having played, week one is like a home game for everybody because everybody has expectations. Everybody's excited to get the season started. You're out of training camp. You're back in your own bed. And, I mean, really, the weather is what makes, in my opinion, going on the road the most difficult thing. Now, there are some games, Rams, Bills, where if you have a significant home field advantage from a crowd noise standpoint, it could present problems. But, I mean, until the weather gets bad, I just haven't been a player. Early season road games were not that big of a deal. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. So we will see. All right, so two, not all six, though. No, just one and one. You're just going one each? Day. Yes, I'm going to fade the Falcons and fade the Jets with one entry each. Ravens times one. Yep. And Saints. Saints yep. times one. And you know where I stand on my Saints. Oh, yeah. I have Saints Buffalo in the Super Bowl. So, By the way, uh, we got a tweet. <laughs> Scott, Already? Scott wants to know how, how this will affect my early dinner times uh, with, the, <laughs> with the new show slot. Well, I'll eat dinner as a normal human now. Sorry that I like hanging out with my family. Trying to get a little early dinner in I mean, with my family before I came to work. Like I, a, like I apologize to you, Sean, which you seem so offended by the fact that because we had a show that started at 7 o'clock, I got here always an hour early. Some others didn't. It's no big deal. Uh, and I tried to eat, eat my dinner, or some people like to call it a supper at that point in the evening. At like 5.15, Like I said, this is a teacher-student relationship. You're going to be amazed at what having dinner at 7 o'clock feels like. Well, my kid, I'll be putting my kid to bed. No, right after dinner. That's good. I, you know what? I, I don't, you've got four. Uh, you, you do your thing there. Yeah. I don't know. Somehow. I'm an expert at parenting. Somehow Sean has four children, and yet I'll call him on like a Saturday, be like, huh, huh, hello? I just woke up. I'm like, it's 10.30. How are you just waking up? I get woken up at 6.30 every Saturday. Well, my master bedroom has a sign on the outside. says, wake dad at your own risk. <laughs> Call him again on a Sunday. Oh, I just took a nap. I'm like, what? How is this possible? Well, you get up, you go to church, you get back home, leave dad alone. Let him take a nap. <laughs> More power to you. Appreciate it. You got a wonderful woman at home there. I do have that. Shout out to my wife, Faith. Amazing, uh, amazing, amazing. So we individual. are we are uh, we're fired up about the new time slot. As the show goes on, we will uh, we will discuss it. But uh, we did have live human football that meant something over the weekend. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
The Nebraska Cornhuskers, man, they are something. I was waiting on how you're going to walk back from this because uh, uh, yep. that over win total from I, Nebraska. I did not bet over win total. I thought you did say. No, I, oh. took, I took a flyer on them to win the West. Oh, okay. Very, That's what it was. And, that I tried to talk you out of. Yep, and that was uh, – I even pulled up got, all of Scott Frost's records. I got talked into. I got sucked into. Oh, you know, Nebraska, all these close losses, regression, blah, blah, blah. No, they just stink. Uh, that's just what they are. They're and, poorly coached. And I'll tell Let's you this. Be honest. My lord, the hot takes after the first Power Five versus Power Five games first drive where Casey Thompson looked good. They scored a touchdown on a team that won, what, three games last year on the first drive. And then as the game went on, they couldn't really get things going. Um, and then you also kicked an onside kick up 28-17. Yeah, I was going to say... Probably shouldn't have done that. So I, I researched some of this, and there's a clause in the contract with Scott Frost that they save, I think it's about 4 or $5 million if they don't fire him. $7 million, Aaron, just thank you for that. $7 million if they don't fire him until like second week of October or something. <laughs> but listen, up 11 in a game that's been back and forth to attempt an onside kick, I mean... That's a fireball offense alone. If you take away everything else that happened in that game, if I'm the athletic director, that's when I made my decision. Like, that just didn't make any sense. One and nine in their last ten games, a point differential of negative two. That is almost impossible to do. It's the nightcap here on BC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. This segment of the Nightcap is being presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zyn Nicotine Pouches at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Week zero in the books. My goodness. I think the Brewers just don't want to make the playoffs. Well, first of all, Castro is a, a baller. Uh, O'Neal also hit one, I feel yeah. like, 900 feet off of him. But Corbin Burns is supposed to be a baller, too. Uh, that whole team has been shaky. Not as shaky the as the, season. Not as shaky as the closer they traded. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. But the Padres can't score. Like, I'm not gonna like, you know, I've never been a fan of hater. Like, I just feel like I don't know. I, I was looking through like my Rolodex of history and not many athletes to have his hair have gone on to have like long, <laughs> successful careers. So like he's going against the odds. Maybe if he cuts some of it, you know, he'll get better results. But before we get off of college football week zero, what was the most surprising thing you saw this weekend? Um, I would say, I would say, a couple. Uh, your guy Willie Taggart. I was impressed by Florida Atlantic. Um, you know that was a, a popular play to take the points with Charlotte, and uh, they they rolled it up. They played well. Uh, I know some people like the over, and that one did not uh, ultimately get home. Um, Hawaii is going to be an absolute disaster. We knew that. We did. I wasn't sure how big of a disaster they were going to be, and they are a absolute and utter disaster. It's not Timmy Chang's fault. Everyone left. And, and the quarterback's actually not terrible. Schrager? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bandy's terrible, by the oh, way. Oh, also, oh, I guess my last thing, another thing that we knew. Nevada's god-awful. God-awful. But New Mexico State offensively is worse. Any total... That New Mexico State is involved with, unless I think the other team can get to mid-40s, I'm probably going under. I'll tell you this. That offense is awful. Nevada had 78 yards passing against the 130th best pass defense in college football last year. I said last week when Jared was in here, I said, look to week one, see if what that number is with Texas State, and take the points. I took the five. It's now a pick. Now, I don't know if that's the right number, um, but I, I think Nevada, they're fortunate, man. I mean, they won the turnover battle 5 nothing and won by 11. I mean, they even closed the, the, they even covered the opening number. They're a bad football team. 
So the most surprising thing for me was the play of Northwestern quarterback Ryan Holinsky. He's very good. We ain't getting enough credit. 27 to 38, that's a Sean King stat line. Like, I'm just telling you, 314 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. If he can provide that kind of balance throughout the season, I mean, the most yards he's ever thrown for in the seasons, like 2,300. So, I mean, he's on pace to, to basically be in the 36, 3,700 range. And, and Northwestern has never really been a team that's been prolific throwing the ball like this. So that was the most surprising thing to me was not that Northwestern won, but that they won this type of game. I thought they had a chance if it was a, a grinded out, run the football, field position game. I didn't think they could get in a quasi-shootout mm-hmm. with, with uh, an opponent like Nebraska who does have good skill position talent. And to me, that was surprising. Ryan Holinsky has really improved since he's gotten to Northwestern and somebody to keep an eye on. You know, just as you're looking at Northwestern's upcoming schedule, mm-hmm. if he can be that efficient and effective throwing the ball, Northwestern's going to be in a lot of games. Well, and they have a really good offensive line. They, they have, do. They have a first-round pick on the offensive line. Uh, they were able to run the ball, and they're off this week, so they don't have to worry about jet lag and all that. They played Duke in two weeks. Uh, Duke is not very good. Uh, so they should have an opportunity to win that game, too. They have a chance, uh, Northwestern does, to be 4-0, They'll be a favorite in their next three games heading into their showdown at Penn State. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win that game. I'm saying heading into the month of October, Northwestern should be 4-0 because they play Duke, FCS, Southern Illinois. Miami of Ohio is a good team. I think that'll be a pretty close spread. That's actually the best team that they play, in my opinion, uh, of the next three. But, no, I agree. Uh, Ryan Holinsky was impressive. And, you know, Pat Fitzgerald's a really good coach. He is. He doesn't get a ton of talents. Obviously, a, a stringent academic situation there at Northwestern. Brandon Joseph, an All-American safety, left in the portal to go to Notre Dame. So he lost some pieces, but I agree. Holinsky really impressed me. Their running attack was impressive against Northwestern, too. Uh, And then, I guess, last takeaway, and that could spin us into, and Brad Powers is going to join us at the bottom of the hour to talk more about these games. North Carolina can't stop water. Uh, if they, you know, fell off a boat, I mean, it's they are going to be bad. Fam, you you know more about the situation than I do. Fam, you could had just a nightmare of a time getting there, players being eligible, and yet they were able to move the ball on a Power Five team with relative ease in that first half. Yeah, had a, a touchdown call back. The penalty had some major penalties in that second half, or. I mean, this was. <laughs> I mean, that number will close at forty-two. I know. Um, the the final score wasn't indicative of how close no. the game was. I, I will say this: I do like May, the quarterback at North Carolina. I'm looking at that total in the App State game is sitting at fifty-five. I think North Carolina's going to be in shootouts all year. I think they're going to be this year's version of Wake Forest because that offense is pretty. I mean, it, it, it's going to be difficult to stop those guys. They got some really good skill guys at receiver and running back. May seems to be. You know, super talented, but, I mean, they're atrocious on defense. And, you know, I remember watching App State versus uh, the Raging Cajuns of Lafayette last year, and they can score. Like, so I think the totals in the North Carolina games are going to be something to watch. I took App State. Uh, I got it even money um, on the money line. I just It's in hard boom. for me to, to, to late. It's, I wanted a few more points in this because I haven't seen App State play this year. I know they're normally good. I know Boone. Will be rocking. They're probably already tailgating in preparation for this game. But that offense from North Carolina is explosive. So, yeah, App State's not only going to have to score some points; they're going to have to continually I think, score some points to win this game. We'll talk to Brad more about this in a little bit because he tweeted out 
on Saturday night. Just truly pitiful performance by North Carolina tonight. More shameful than Nebraska's performance. App State outright next week. This could be the final year for Mac Brown. What App State can do is control the game on the ground. They've got two legit running backs, had over 1,000 yards rushing, or 2,000 yards combined, and Peoples and Noel. They've got the best O-line in the Sun Belt, so does that equate? But as we saw, FAMU was able to move, right? Now you got some tape on the, on May uh, if you're App State. Got some continuity down there in Boone. Chase Bryce, whatever you think of him, he's back for like his 900th year of college football. So, uh, yeah, I think App State is is live, uh, certainly, and and the and the line is is indicative of that. I mean, I don't know who scheduled this game. It's a terrible. Well, why, why would you do this? I mean, I'd have some real questions if I was Mac Brown. By the way. NC State is at East Carolina. Now it's an AAC team, not as. But that's traditional. ECU always opens with Virginia Tech or NC State. So, like, that's been going on forever. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time North Carolina went to Boone, North Carolina. Well, the last time they played them was 2019, Sean, in Chapel Hill, and they lost. Right. But going to Boone's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Normally, those big schools like that, they schedule it. They do a three-game series. You come to us twice. We go to you on the third. And we cancel And then they buy that third game out. (laughs) Like, the fact that they're actually going to Boone, North Carolina, I mean, this is, whew. Uh, I want to get to one thing that made me laugh this week, or or today, I should say. Um, Point spreads are certainly becoming more of the everyday. You look on ESPN, CBS Sports, whatever, and they're going to have the point spread there, Sean. Marcus Freeman today was made aware of the point spread for the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, and he said, I didn't know that. I'm going to write that down. You said 17 and a half points, right? We'll use that in a team meeting today. It's good to know. Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and he said, I remember Chris Felica, our friend, the Bear, uh, they had Ryan Day and Marcus Freeman. I think they were here in Vegas for the draft. And at the time, the number was like 13. And Freeman jokingly said, well, just keep pushing it up. He said, yeah, make it higher. Make it higher. <laughs> so that's, I mean, you've coached. You know, I 100 percent. I 100% use the spread. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. I got a group of young men. I'm trying to com- continually find ways to keep them motivated, to keep them focused. Hey guys, they think they're gonna kick our butt. Like not just lose. They think that they're going to kick our butt. Like are we gonna allow that to stand? Like who are we? We're Notre Dame, right? I mean, we're supposed to be the bully that's standing on the top of the hill. Right now, they're saying we're about to get bullied. And then I'd show clips of Oregon, Ohio State last year and them getting punched in the mouth. This the team, i show highlights of Utah, Ohio State, first half. I wouldn't show the second half. That'd probably make them scared. Yeah. But i show the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to go get her done, fellas. Because you want guys to be motivated. You want guys to play with a chip on their shoulder, and, and that's one of the ways. Well, we'll talk more about Notre Dame, Ohio State, all of the week one games. It's finally here. Week zero, thank you. You got us through the weekend, but week one is here. A full slate ahead, and our good friend Brad Powers will join us next. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on Visa, the sports betting network.
Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And our weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside Tulane Green Wave legend Sean King. I am Tim Murray and another legend, Brad Powers, joins us right now. A man with uh, many gigs, but follow him on Twitter, at BradPower7, doing work with covers, going to be doing work with our our friend Todd Furman on his podcast, Bet the Board. So uh, Brad, rightfully so, getting the recognition he deserves. Brad, before we jump into the games, you know, with the, the limited slate that we had of Week Zero, how much did you adjust your power ratings from what we saw over the weekend. What is your normal process of first game of the year and adjusting all the, you know, the the ratings you had created during the offseason? So that's a really good question. It probably is the question coming off of a week zero slate. Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag, case-by-case basis. Uh, I don't want to overreact, but then again, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm much more aggressive in my power ratings changes in week one week two because i mean even the old great brad powers can miss on teams so i mean i'll give you i'll give you an example i mean uh unlv i mean i was dead wrong on unlv and it wasn't just you know idaho state's obviously bad but i mean unlv has some legit power five transfers uh ricky white a wide receiver the running back from louisville that that's a team that i didn't compensate enough for, for, for having that upgrade in talent. You know, it's interesting. I think these early weeks, and you mentioned the right word, are all about transfers. You know, so much happened in the transfer portal with this kid going to this school, yet you never know how the new fit is going to manifest itself. You know, for instance, and I know Holinsky transferred last year, but this being his second year in that system, he looked like a completely different player, and I just don't know how you account for that unknown. So when it's a quarterback specifically, and let's just take Ryan Helensky. I mean, he was efficient, 71%, who for 300-plus yards, two touchdowns, no picks. How does that change your power ratings, when, in particular when it's that position that has gotten so much better? Yeah, I mean, obviously quarterback is what drives uh, you know a team's power rating more than anything. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head as far as the transfer portal creating so much uncertainty. Look, because of so much uncertainty is why I had so many preseason bets more than any other season in my career. But with that being said, you got to know, you know, old Kenny Rogers got to know when to fold them. Uh, And if you're just dead wrong on a team and and you see something click, particularly a transfer team that, you know, a guy that might not even been on a team last year or, or it finally clicks like in Holinsky's, aspect and it was the first time in his career he mentioned he had the same offensive system back-to-back years so much more aggressive and you know upgrading northwestern and also downgrading in nebraska we're talking once again to brad powers follow him on twitter at brad powers seven i'm gonna read this tweet from uh from you uh from over the weekend just a truly pitiful performance by north carolina tonight more shameful than nebraska's performance Appalachian State outright next week. This could be the final year for Mac Brown. Uh, that number over the weekend against FAMU, Florida A&M, 
went up as high as 45 because of all of the uh, players that needed to be left back in Tallahassee, as Sean alluded to. Um, what did you take away from North Carolina? And uh, yeah, I know that tweet was fired on Saturday night. Still believe that it's uh, it's the boys from Boone that take it uh, take it to the house on Saturday? Yeah, so when I made that tweet, uh, it was 35-24 North Carolina late third quarter. And I, people are saying I was overreacting. At that point in time, North Carolina was failing to cover the spread by nearly five touchdowns. So, yeah, that was a relatively shocking score at that time. With that being said, I mean, North Carolina scored the last three touchdowns. In fact, a holding penalty. They were at the one-yard line in the final minute, holding penalty. If they score a touchdown, I win a bunch of bets. So that was a huge swing for me. But with that being said, yeah, I, I think App State could clip them. And if you don't believe old Brad Powers, guess what? Market agreed with me because – there were certain books that even flipped App State favorite, uh, you know, th- this week. So uh, I-, I took App State, and because I'm a guy that puts my money where his mouth is, uh, on Sunday morning, uh, a place called Willie Hill still had App State. <laughs> nice plus money on the money line. I took them plus 120, and I bet App State to win the game outright. So here's my evaluation of North Carolina. They're going to be atrocious on defense. We, we talked in the break, and I said, I think their game flow is going to be very similar to Wake Forest because Drake May is the real deal. I mean, he was efficient throwing the ball. He showed big-time talent. He ran the ball. Uh, Hampton was effective rushing the football. Downs looks like another big-time wide receiver. I think they're going to be able to score points every week, but this defense is awful. I'm with you, though. If you bet North Carolina, you had a bad taste in your mouth, but – if I'm comparing North Carolina to Wake Forest, not results, but just game flow, is the over then the play, at least initially, on the Tar Heels moving forward? Yeah, and I, you know, I kind of had that sentiment with North Carolina, you know, breaking them down in, in the offseason. And I had, the, you know, the, even though I bet App State to, you know, on, on the money line, the bigger bet I have in the game is on the over. I bet it way back. Uh, when the Lions came out at circa 54 is what I got. So I'm feeling it's up to 56 now. I actually think it's going to close higher than that. Uh, I, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm more comfortable, let's just put it that way, in that over bet that I made than I am uh, App State on the money line. We'll talk once again to Brad Powers. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite games of the day, just to watch. I, I did take a little on App State, yep. uh, but I think that's going to be a great atmosphere. Starts the day off that noon kick down in, uh, in Boone, North Carolina. The evening affair, we've talked about it a million times in this show. Uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State, now you're seeing 17 and a halfs out there in the market. Uh, Brad, I know you got in early on Ohio State. Uh, I guess the question, when you look at this game, because I think you and I are of a similar mindset, this is a, this is a tough matchup for the Irish, and they're not fully healthy, and you've got all the you know first-time head coach, first-time starting quarterback, all of that. But is there a point with this number where you'll look to get back in on the Irish and try to set up yourself in the middle? Uh, maybe 20. Okay. Uh, I laid 10 and a half, so it just goes to show you that I'm not super confident with the Irish. Yeah. Uh, you know, personally, if I had to make a bet now, I actually like the over. We get all this money on Ohio State. You know, how are they going to cover a point spread? They're going to have to score points, and yet we, we haven't seen, uh, you know, obviously the total move too much, so... I'm a little surprised in that regard. I just don't think Notre Dame secondary has an answer for Ohio State's wide receiver. I th- wide receiver core. I think Ryan Day keeps the, the tempo going. Uh, we'll see what Notre Dame has offensively, but I, I mean, 
You look at even the games where Ohio State struggled a little bit in last year, the Oregon game, the Michigan game, those, you know, flew over this current, you know, total. So I, I think 58 and a half is still relatively short. I, I expect that a lot, that, that total will close in the 60 range. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I just – I don't know enough about Ohio State's defense. I know Ryan Day has recruited at a high level, but a lot of new faces on that defense and new faces on that O-line. I mean, when you start getting to almost three touchdowns, I mean, that's a big number against a team like Notre Dame. So I think the total probably is a safer play. You know, also, if Ohio State's up 21, 24 points in the fourth and they feel like they have the game in hand, is Ryan Day going to have his starter still in the game? I mean, knowing that it's oh, a long season. So. Oh, I think so. I, I, I keep the foot on the throat. I mean, uh, I mean, right now Notre Dame is really, you know, I would say Ohio State's one of their main threats as far as recruiting, and there's going to be a ton of recruits in the stands. So if I got an opportunity to embarrass the fighting Irish, I'd do it. And that's probably right. He's mm-hmm. probably trying to win the Heisman for one of his three Heisman yeah. caliber players, either Stroud or Travion Henderson or Jackson Smith and Jigba. Well, this we'll is the, see. And this is the biggest game. I mean, yeah, Michigan-Ohio State's always a huge game, obviously. But, you know, as, as Brad mentioned, recruiting's the name of the game now. And Notre Dame has got this new car smell with Marcus Freeman. They're top five in recruiting right now. So I think it's a good point that Brad brings up. Hey, Brad, we got a final minute left. And I know last year we always asked, you know, at this point in time, what would you still bet? Week one's so hard. These lines have been out there forever. You mentioned maybe over Notre Dame-Ohio State. Uh, anything else still on the board that you think is worth uh, worth a bet? Uh, great question. Uh, you know, as far as the side play, I, you know, I like Boise State against Oregon State, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And I really like Jonathan Smith, the head coach at Oregon State. But I just think Boise State was better than the record indicated last year. They stepped up at, in certain points in big games, you know, including a win uh, over a, you know, an unbeaten BYU team on the road. And I think Boise State in the second year, uh, of a head coach is going to be much improved. So I think the Broncos go into Corvallis mm. and win that game outright. So I like them plus three. Right now, this is my play of the week. I agree 100% with you. It's amazing. Oregon State's the only Power 5 team I know that lost the transfer portal battle. Bunch of guys left. Not hardly any guys came. He is Brad Powers at Brad Powers 7 Always Great love chatting stuff, with you, Brad. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, take care, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, there he is. Brad Powers. It is an ICAP. You're on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount at $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has up has up for the betting for your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap, the final nightcap. We are... Moving on up a couple hours, VEASAN primetime tomorrow, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Go till 9 p.m. Eastern. And then, don't worry, this time slot's in good hands with our good friends Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Uh, a new new name to the show, uh, VEASAN Live Bet Live Bet Tonight. So there you go. Uh, good hands with, uh, with your late-night action. And then Hoops Peterson. Uh, we'll have the uh, the overnight. Congrats show to there. Hoops, man! Getting a he's a grinder, permanent man. gig. He's a grinder, and then that Saturday bet prep that'll be Matt Humans and friends. <laughs> That's gonna be a what? Listen, I uh, I can't wait for. I might do a couple late night Saturdays with them. It should be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're gonna hit it afterwards. I'm gonna take the under on on your appearances on that one. Probably right. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to uh, Washington. Uh, at the top of the hour and bring in Ben Standig. Um, just fortunately, not tragic news, Sean, uh, but horrifying and just awful news came out of Washington over the weekend as rookie running back Brian Robinson was shot multiple times in an attempted carjacking. Uh, the team has since said he is doing well. Uh, Ron Rivera didn't even rule out if he, he might be back at some point uh, 
this season. Uh, you see uh, this tweet from J.P. Finley, who covers the team for NBC Sports Washington. He said, Brian Robinson is doing well. And after visiting with him, it was, quote, kind of a relief. Rivera said there's no timeline for Robinson's return, but sounds optimistic. Said, quote, he's a heck of a young man. So, look, you know, we've talked a lot about the commanders on this show. Um, I mean, this, I, I'm just curious. I, I don't know if you dealt with anything similar to this uh, in your time in the NFL, but, you know, if you're that, that locker room right now, um, and, and, and thank goodness, you know, this is not, this wasn't a tragedy. It, it's, it's a, obviously a, a, a incredibly unfortunate and awful circumstance. And hopefully Brian Robinson can get back and, and play at the level that he was expecting to play at and, and have a long career in the NFL. But what does this do in the locker room? I'm just curious, is this a, is this something that brings the team together? Is that overblown? Like how, how does, what was today like, in your opinion, uh, in Ashburn at practice for the for the Commanders? Well, a couple of things. Let me first of all say I'm glad that Brian Robinson's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that's the initial emotion in the locker room. Anytime you hear a teammate was shot multiple times, you think the worst. Yep. Uh, two, if I ever got shot as a player, I'm out for the year. So uh, I would send Coach Rivera a text and say, "I appreciate your trust in me, but I'll see you next year." Yeah. Because uh, psychologically, uh, that probably would change me a little bit. Thirdly, in the locker room, guys are probably now talking about you know, how to protect themselves. So you're happy that your teammate is okay, but now the conversation goes, I mean, geez, it wasn't like he was at a nightclub. It didn't sound like. It's the middle of the day. like, yeah, he was getting some, I don't know, it didn't say exactly, but he was at a gas station or a Target or, or just something normal, and somebody came up and tried to steal his car. I mean, it's unfortunate that we live in a, a, a world where – it doesn't surprise you. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like, you know, these kind of events happen so often. So, I mean, the locker room, once they heard that he was okay, I think they go on. You know, the guys that are really close to him, they reach out, you know, text him, and, and then you kind of just move forward, you know, because he's okay. But, you know, you kind of take a second look at, okay, where am I going? What am I doing? Even if it's not anything I shouldn't be, let me be a little more diligent. You know, let me arm myself even further and, you know, that. how does that all, all work out, you know? So from a win total standpoint concerning Washington, uh, I don't think it has any impact. Uh, I think it does elevate Antonio Gibson, you know, back to the role that he was drafted for, and that's being the starting running back. The thing that you do here, it kind of cements what you had mentioned last week on the show was that I think Brian Robinson had a, a good shot of starting. Yeah. You know, even Terry McLaurin came out and said he missed his energy, that he, you know, was a breath of fresh air. And when a teammate says that, that's not only giving accolades to Brian Robinson, that's also, you know, kind of sneak dissing the guys that were there before. Like, you know, he's a different kind of dude in a good way than Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. So, I mean, maybe this motivates Antonio. Oh, we'll see. Uh I'd love to see him back out on the field. You know, I know they have some other issues. You know, I'm hearing Logan Thomas probably is not going to be available week one, probably not till week two. You know, Carson Wentz, you know, where is he at, you know, as, as far as being a consistent player at that position? So, I mean, right now if I play for Washington, I might go ask my agent to seek a trade. It just seems like it's one thing after another with that organization over the last couple of years. I don't want to say they're snake bit, but it doesn't seem to be anything positive that really comes out of there. 
Yeah, Brian Robinson uh, went on his Instagram story today. Yeah, I saw that. That was good. He said to see. surgery went well. Thanks for the prayers. God is great. And it looks like he's in a car headed home. Yeah, yeah. So once again, the most important things. You know, we look. We're we're you know, as a betting network, we always talk about betting. We focus everything, whatever it happens, on that. So uh, it's you could you you certainly feared for the worst, uh, and and it doesn't look like that's to be the case. You know. Looking at it from the football side, and we'll talk to Ben Standing more about this coming up top of the hour. Um, and injuries happen all the time. You know, Brian Robinson could have got hurt in you know week three of the preseason, but this is this alters a lot of what they were expecting to do. I think Antonio Gibson, from everything that was was reported, and you know a reason why I placed the offensive rookie of the year bet, and we talked about Brian Robinson so much on this show, was he was going to be the starting running back. But Antonio Gibson was still going to be a very important piece to the offense, and I thought Scott Turner was going to be creative in utilizing Antonio Gibson maybe to where he excels, which was in the slot, kind of moving him around like he did at Memphis. You know, you coached against him when he was at Memphis, and, and that's what he, he does so well. Now does he go back into that traditional running back role, you know, J.D. McKissick? Uh, he came back for another year. He's a, another quality pass catcher. You know, the reason they went out and got Brian Robinson was because he was a steady running back, did not fumble, and, you know, the glimpses that you saw of him against the Chiefs, you know, he broke off a couple eight, nine-yard runs. I mean, he runs with power. And I'd be curious, you know, Sean, I mean, these these coaches get paid a lot of money to adapt, but they, they got to adapt quickly here these next two weeks before the Jacksonville game because they're not going to have Brian Robinson. Yeah, and let me reiterate, I am 100% happy he's okay. Oh, God, yeah. It sounds like it's not yeah. anything life-threatening. I mean, any gunshot wound is serious, but like not super serious based on what I've heard from people within the organization. You have a ticket on him to win Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an honest question. I don't know the answer to it. When something like this happens, but based on what Rivera said, does he now get on the comeback player of the year for next ballot? Year? I mean, I guess he could, in theory, if he plays this year. Yeah, I think so. So, um, yeah, that I was trying to think of a way for you to like have a way to, yeah, you know, cover your your, I mean, your wager. It, look, because <laughs> rookie of the year probably is out the window. I know. Now, I, yeah. I, I know he said, you know, possibly four weeks, he's, but I mean, yeah, come on, back. somebody shoot you. But that, maybe, that, I mean, and, and you need a little time to recover and from honestly, that. honestly, you know, Sean, that's something that's, you know, you think about a couple years ago, right? Aaron placed a wager on Alex Smith, our producer Aaron Oster, placed a bet on Alex this Smith. pre-injury or post? Post-injury. Okay. Right, and there was a belief he would never play football again. Yeah. And I said, basically, and Aaron made this point astutely, was if he just steps on the field and takes a knee, that's comeback player. Yeah, especially when you see that leg. And he played I multiple mean, games. I still don't know how he played. So if Brian Robinson gets on the field this year after getting shot two weeks before the season, how does he not win comeback player of the year? Yeah. So I don't know. Something to keep in mind. Uh, we will talk much more Godspeed, about the commanders. Yeah. Thank goodness uh, the worst was avoided, but hopefully uh, that would be quite the scene to see him get back on the field if he can fight and get back on the field at some point. This year, we'll talk more about that, what to expect from the Commanders and also the NFC East. We'll chat with Ben Standing, Commanders beat reporter for The Athletic coming up top of the hour. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Come on back right here on VC.
Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.